Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Daily Bolt with your host, Dr. Jeff Tilley. Today's topic, Florence's Fast Rise. So, this is follow-up to last evening's podcast on Florence. And I realized also that I neglected to consider that there was a third tropical cyclone affecting a part of the U.S., at least a part that is technically part of the U.S., one that we don't necessarily think of, and that is the territory of Guam. Uh, There has been a major uh, Category 3 typhoon, sometimes called a super typhoon, uh, that has passed uh, through the Mariana Islands and impacted Guam over the last 24 hours, and it is now moving to the west. It goes by the name of Mangkut. I think that's how you pronounce it. M-A-N-G-K-H-U-T. Someone who knows Southeast Asian uh, names and pronunciations probably should uh, correct me. So, ultimately, uh, this typhoon has come through. It is on its way, uh, exiting Guam, headed west more towards the Philippines. It looks like it's going to go ahead and make a right turn and, for the most part, miss the bulk of the Philippines. So this brings us back to Florence, which brings us to the topic of this podcast in terms of the main topic anyway. Florence, over the last 24 hours, has gone from a tropical storm to a Category 4 hurricane with 140 mile per hour winds. This is a very rapid intensification cycle, and it does not look like Florence is done intensifying by any means. It still has warmer waters to go over uh, between where it is now and the U.S. East Coast, namely uh, the main body of the Gulf Stream, uh, where ocean temperatures look like they are at least in the neighborhood of 85 to 86 degrees Fahrenheit. Very, very warm indeed. That provides lots of fuel for Florence. It's also continuing to move in an environment which is favorable aloft, what we call low vertical wind shear, very little change in wind speed aloft uh, from the surface up through the entire layer that we call the troposphere. So Florence is continuing to move into an environment where it can strengthen. And in addition to just the central winds being faster and the central pressure being lower, the area that is being impacted by hurricane and tropical force Uh, tropical storm force winds has increased today. Uh, So now Florence is becoming a larger, definitely much more dangerous hurricane. And even if uh, it loses a little bit of its punch before it gets to the east coast, the swells, the storm surge, associated with this system is going to play havoc with beaches up and down the eastern seaboard, at least through the mid-Atlantic states. This brings us to the question of what's happening in terms of the forecast, in terms of where Florence is going to go. It hasn't changed a ton. It has wobbled a bit back and forth today, which is often what happens. Uh, I've taken a look at some of the models myself, and looking at the trends, And it would seem that uh, the system actually has more of a tendency to be able to stay just offshore 
at the coast and maybe not move quite as quickly onshore. Is this a good solution? Is this a bad solution? Is it better or worse than what we were talking about last night? Well, that depends on who you are and where you are. If you are uh, inland in North Carolina, it's not necessarily a better solution. As a matter of fact, in terms of the solution, it could be worse because the way that at least one of the models is suggesting right now, Florence will come, sit over the Outer Banks for a day or two, not move very much because it's close to water, it's not going to lose a lot of its intensity very quickly, which could provide, again, for a multi-day situation where there's a ton of moisture, a ton of rain coming in over much of North Carolina, much of Virginia, a significant part of South Carolina. And in fact, after sitting there for a couple days, the that particular model solution then finally takes Florence inland and it takes it southwest, uh, more over South Carolina and towards Georgia before coming back around for another pass at North Carolina and Virginia. That's one solution. There are other solutions which are keeping Florence just offshore and slowly meandering up along the eastern seaboard. That is also not a good solution for much of anybody at this particular point. That would make the storm surge damage uh, progress even farther up the Atlantic coast and still leave lots of the coastal zone in a place where they would be getting uh, strong winds, heavy rain for an extended period. So the message is if you live in South Carolina, North Carolina, Virginia, uh, the Washington DC area, the Delmarva Peninsula, now is the time to get your hurricane preparations done. Uh, you're going to need preparations for the strong winds, boarding up your windows, your doors. You need to have food, you need to have water, you need to be, be stocking up on things, and you need to try and put some flood protection in front of your house. Even if the best case scenario on Florence stays just a little bit more offshore, there's going to be significant rainfall with this system, and you're going to be happy that you tried to protect your home from flooding. We still have a few days to go before things get critical, but if you are in the, this zone that I'm talking about, you don't want to wait until the last minute to try and deal with this. Uh, it will come quickly and then it will sit. Wherever it ends up slowing down and eventually stalling or meandering much like Harvey did last year. Some of the folks waited too long to prepare in Texas and that's one reason why that was as much of a disaster as it was last year. We can avoid a repeat of this but don't wait too long. That's my advice for tonight. We'll keep updating you as this situation gets clearer as we get closer to the event. For now, I'm Dr. Jeff Tilley. This is the Daily Bolt. I hope you have a good night, good morning, good afternoon, and God bless.